Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'm Silver. Hooray! night train was westbound from Denver and had a clear track ahead. A man sat near the front end of a leading coach. He had the general appearance of a cattle buyer. There was nothing to indicate that this man was the almost legendary character who had become known as the Lone Ranger. He was traveling without his great horse, Silver, without his mask, but his features were effectively disguised. Next stop, Station 10! The seat opposite the Lone Ranger was occupied by a young woman who held in her lap a copy of a book. A sudden jolt hurled it across the aisle. Here it is. Somewhat soiled, but still readable. Thank you, sir. Have you read it? Why, yes, Miss... Uh... Ellen Blake of Boston. I expect to make my home in Modoc City. Do you have friends there? My fiance, John Ames, is marshal of the town. Well, I congratulate you. He's a fearless officer. You know him? Only by reputation, Miss Blake. John was admitted to the bar in Boston. 
he came west to practice law. <laughs> now he carries his law library in a cartridge belt. This must be station 10. It's just a wooden water stop. Oh. Reach, folks! Reach! Mask man! It's a holdup! I got a ticket for you, conductor. A ticket to the graveyard, unless you put those hands high. Hang up! That's just a signal. I don't get scared, folks. All we want is the express car. We're going to take it along with the engine and leave this car right here. You... Easy, lady. You... Jesse James, lady. Don't I wear a mask? You'll soon wear leg irons, mister. I've got you covered. Don't shoot. Don't shoot. Miss Blake, let go of my arm. Don't shoot. You'll kill the train, man. Hold your car. I'm holding mine. Yes, I see you are. You could have killed me. You had the same chance and didn't take it. We'll meet again. Come on, kid. I'll pull the coupling, bitch. The signal. Ready to roll. I'll just keep this ticket snatcher in front of me while I back out. They'll hit me if they shoot. Adios. Can you see out that window? Jumped aboard the express car. The train's gone on without us. Oh. Let me help you back to a seat, Miss Blake. That's quite a shock. I lost my head. I'm terribly sorry I grabbed your arm. I might have captured a train robber called the kid. Will Marshal Ames have to hunt the gang? It's likely he'll be out with a posse by the time he reached town. He said in his letters he lived at the Hank house. Yes, that's Mrs. Henry's hotel. I know her. She'll take good care of you. It was still dark when the train pulled into Modoc City, hours behind schedule. The Lone Ranger, first of the passengers to drop from the steps, found Tonto waiting at the station hitch rack with Scout and Silver. Hi, Kimo Sabi. How? Hello, big fella. Steady now. <laughs> We've all got work ahead of us. Oh. Uh, here about hold up, Kimo Sabi. Tonto, there was a girl named Ellen Blake in that passenger car, an eastern girl, and she recognized that train robber in spite of his mask. She risked her life to protect him. Ah. We keep watching her? Later, perhaps. Right now, we're going to look for the gang. We'll camp near here so I can get into my riding clothes. Steady, easy. Come on, fellow. Get him up. Three of the five members of the hold-up gang sprawled on the floor of an abandoned line camp in the foothills. They were asleep after a night of hard riding against the current of a trail-covering river. The other two played cards, stocking the game with money taken from the express car. What ails you, kid? You could have won that hand. Uh, what difference does it make, Dobie? We can't spend this money. No... The stuff came straight out of the Denver Mint. It's a bad break for us. Anyone who passes an 1880 Eagle around here will be putting a rope around his neck. There's only one thing to do. Bury the swag and wait a year or two. You can bury my share forever, Dobie. Your deal. There's something eating you, kid. I'm quitting the gang. Not while I'm boss. Nobody ever run out on Dobie Anderson. Uh, all right, I'll tell you. My sister was on the train. Your sister? I hadn't seen her for five years. Did she know you? My mask didn't fool her. She kept some hombre from plugging me. Why worry then? Listen, Noby. There's somebody coming. You're right. Take a look out the window, Lefty. Yeah. Here's some 
Marshal Johnny is all alone. He's walking his nag up the trail. You don't suspect anything. Let's play a smart game. You're right, kid. But you got a good excuse to be here. Help me pick up these gold pieces. Yeah, you gotta get that money out of sight. Howdy, Marshal. Well, How about rustling up a bit of chow for a hundred people? Come in, Marshal. We're getting chow ready now. Howdy, kid. What's Howdy, up, boy? Howdy, Marshal. Yeah, looks like I busted up a card game. How long you boys been out here? Since last week, Marshal. My woodyard at Modoc got a contract to cut 15,000 cords of wood for the railroad. Came out here to look over the timber. Well, Doby, if you fellas can sell that scrub pine to the railroad, you'll soon have Vanderbilt working for you. <laughs> what are you doing out this way, Marshal? Looking for train robbers. And that uses guns instead of cross-cut swords. You're joking. No, Doby, I'm not. Gang held up the Denver train last night. Got away with $20,000 in gold coins. All of it fresh from the mint. Yeah, it's all gone. Have you seen any strangers around? Not even a stranger. You think the band has came this way? It's possible. I lost the trail of the river. Posse went home. Well, you can deputize us. We'll ride with you. Good. Oh, sure. Now, how about a few hands of poker while the biggest ride? I don't mind if the Andy isn't too high. Yeah, I'll get the cards. What's that? Gold piece. You got gathered up in the cards, Marshal. Let's have it. A brand new eagle. You read the date on it, Ames. You know what it means. You fellas. Hold it, Toby. No more of that. It was him or us. You read the date on that gold piece. And remember, I'm doing the thinking for this outfit. Lefty. Yeah, boss. Bill Casey. Right, uh... We're heading back to town. It was several hours later when the Lone Ranger and Tonto pulled up near the old line camp. They studied the shack from a distance to be sure it held no danger of ambush, then advanced and went inside. What's it? Tonto, this man's been shot. Ah, him wear badge. United States Marshal. Him still alive, but hurt plenty bad. It's a case for a skilled surgeon. How outlaws fool Marshal? He knew them, Toto. You can see he didn't even draw his gun. He walked in thinking they were friends. Bandage his wound while I make a rig to carry him out. Ellen Blake sat in the parlor of Mrs. Henry's hotel. The girl was badly shaken by the knowledge that her brother was an outlaw. The more she thought about it, the more she became convinced that her marriage to John Ames, the marshal, had become impossible. Ma Henry knitted quietly while she rocked and listened to the girl's soft sobs. I, I just can't go on with it. I've got to go back east. Now, now, dearie. I know just how you feel. I was uh, kind of bridal shy myself first time I got led to the preacher. But you don't understand. I want to catch a train out of here before John comes back. It'll be two days before the next one leaves. Now, listen, Ellen. There's no finer man than Johnny Ames. Oh, I know. 
Is, uh, is there another hombre in the cards, dearie? No. No, I love John. Well, then, uh, maybe it's this country. Yes, that's it. The country out here. Please, oh, please help me. Help you dust out on Johnny Ames, dearie? Not by a long shot. I'll pay you. Don't rile me, dearie. I'd hate to spank a bride-to-be. Sounds like the boys are gathering into Bellia. Mrs. Hank, get a bed ready. I'm fetching in the marshal. What happened? Hey, Robert's talking. Some engine's bringing him in. John. Oh, John. Steady, dearie. No fainting now. Got to tear some sheets into bandages while I put water on you, Savvy. Yes, ma. We've got to save him. Now you're talking like a woman. While Dobie Anderson sought information in town, his gang waited in the shack that served as an office on his woodlot. The usual card game was in progress, but it halted abruptly when Dobie burst into the room. Yeah, what's the trouble, boss? Marshal isn't dead. Some engine fire. Hold it, hold it, hold it. He hasn't talked yet. He's unconscious. Before he comes out of it. We gotta see that he don't. How? We gotta move it to Hank House. Tonight, one of us has to finish him. Who gets the job, boss? We'll let the cards decide. Blue man's elected. There's a deck on the table. Cut left him. Here goes. Got a king. Cut, Bill. Ten spot. Here's to your next. Ah, I'm the seventh. That leaves me and you, kid. Mm-hmm. What's this? An ace. Here's my card, boys. A tray. Yeah, You're it, kid. <laughs> Toby, I can't do it. You've been friendly to Ames and old lady Hank. Walk right in. Get a room. Offer to help. Then what? Use your head, kid. Maybe they'll let you sit up with him. And you can put him out of the way with a pillow. Smother a wounded man in his bed? Vigilantes don't hang you any quicker from murder than train robbery. Maybe. Maybe he's dead already. Maybe he's not. It's your job to make sure. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. After seeing the seriously wounded marshal taken into Hank House, 
The Lone Ranger and Tonto waited in the darkness outside. They approached a lighted window that had been opened to admit fresh air. They saw the still form of the marshal on a bed, and Ellen kneeling with her head bowed, her back to the door. Tonto, the door is open. Uh, girl, not see door. Tonto, look who's entering. Ah. Is that you, Doctor? No, it's not the doctor, ma'am. Shut up and be quiet. Chad! Ellen! Why did it have to be you? Why did you come here, Chad? What a... Oh, to see you. Oh, yeah, that's it, sis, just to see you. That's not true, Chad. You didn't know I was here. You came here to make sure John dies before he can talk. Now, take it easy, sis. It's all right. All right. Chad, you shot the man I came here to marry. You aiming to marry the marshal? Yes. I met him after you left home. Well, of all... Now, look here, Ellen. Does he know who I am? No, thank goodness. Did he say who shot him? He hasn't been conscious. Ellen, I didn't shoot him. You've got to believe that. I never killed anyone. I'm going to help you. You helped me? You saved my life on that train. So you could help kill the man I love. Ellen, the marshal's got to get well. He's got to see. And you're going to marry him. Do you think I could do that? Knowing what you are? I'm going to clean the slate, sis. You wait and see. Well, dearie, here's Doc Jenkins. Come on in, Doc. You uh, know the Colorado kid here, don't you? Yep, I've seen him around. And uh, this is Ellen Blake, sweetheart of the marshal. Oh, Doctor, you must save him. Mm. Bad place to be hit. Mighty bad. But you can save him, can't you? I wish I could, but I'm not much on things like this, Miss Blake. This man's got to have the Denver surgeon. He's got to be taken to Denver as soon as possible. I don't know how you're going to do it. Denver's a hundred miles away. There'll be no train through for several days. Hello. Colorado kid is leaving the house. Come around the door, we'll meet him. Denver, a hundred miles. I wonder how... Hold it. Huh? What's the idea? Disarm him, Tonto. Uh, get down. Saw <clears throat> Blake. Turn around and talk. You're masked. You know me. Your voice is familiar. There was a mask on your face when we met before. Oh. <laughs> it's you. What do you want? There's still a spark of decency left in you, Blake. Yeah. I'm soft. I let the boys down. That's to your credit. Where's the gang? Why didn't you trail me and find out? The marshal's life is my first consideration. You won't believe it, but it's mine, too. I was figuring to get a train for him. Oh. A couple of days ago, a bunch of eastern sports came through here from Denver with a locomotive, camp car, and horse car. Hunting excursion. Go on. They ran their outfit up a spur track a few miles above town. Then went on from there by horse. Is the train still there? Yeah. You stay here, Tonto. There's no further play against the marshal. The kid and I are going to get a train.
Henry Hollis, millionaire manipulator of railroad and mining stocks, settled himself in one of the easy chairs with which his luxurious camp car was provided. He grinned at his bodyguard. McGuire, I like to do my hunting from a chair. You bagged a lot of Wall Street sheep that way. <laughs> I hope our guests come back with some mountain sheep. It will put them in better humor, I'm thinking. Is that a new Colt gun you're fooling with? Yes, sir. And never a chance have I had to try it on man or beast. Mm. Listen, Mac. Somebody's outside. Holy Mike, train robber. I'll take that gun, mister. Oh, you fool, you let him knock your gun out of your hand. Well, gosh, he's fast. Nice work. I'm Henry Hollis, mister. If it's money you want... I want this train. In a few words, emphasized by threats of his heavy guns, the Lone Ranger brushed aside all of Henry Hollis' objections. In a few moments, Hollis himself was at the throttle while McGuire threw wood into the fire. The horses of the Lone Ranger and the Colorado Kid were brought on board and the train got underway. While the short train raced along the tracks, the masked man explained why he had commandeered the equipment. While he talked, he watched the track as it led through tunnels and between towering moonlit peaks. Keep that steam pressure up. More wood, McGuire. More wood it is. Almost to Modoc City. You can put those guns away now that you've explained about Marshal Ames. I'll stay at the throttle and take the Marshal right through to Denver. You can count on me, too. I'll see that Marshal Ames gets the best of medical care. Slow down a little. Where are you going, Blake? I'm just moving over the door to look out. Get up! Hey! He jumped! Blake! Why'd he do that? Never mind him, Hollis. Watch the throttle. After leaping from the train, the Colorado kid hurried to join Dobie and the rest of the gang. Yeah, who's here? I, I got caught. I just got away. We got to hit the trail, Dobie. Did you lie? What do you mean? I went out looking for you. I had a dark Jenkins in the cafe. Tell me about you and the girl being in Ames' room. Well, I... I heard I, other things, too. That girl came in on the Denver train to marry that lawman. It's your sister. All right, Dobie. You've learned a lot. Now I'll tell you some more. The marshal's gonna live. There's a train waiting right now to take him to Denver, and you can't get at him. Boy, so you double-cross this, huh? Well, you won't get away with it. Lifty, get the blasted powder and fuse. Right here, Dobie. We'll blow up that train. Hey, Toby, they're putting the marshal on a train to take him to Denver. Shut the door, Bill. I know all about it. Doc Jenkins, Mrs. Hank, and the marshal's sweetheart are going along. And you're not going to stop him. He's not going to stop him. Hey, that's a ticket, boss. Gun weapon ought to hold him. It will until I can finish the job. Uh, get that blasting putter ready. <laughs> The Lone Ranger took his great horse, Silver, from the train and hurried to meet Tonto, who had been waiting near Hank House. Old woman, here train come in. Her move, plenty fast. I didn't come straight here, Tonto. I spent a little time looking for the Colorado kid. He jumped off the train. Oh, and get way? Yes, but I think I know where we'll find him. Now, how about the marshal? Well, him on... 
On train right now. Old woman, girl, and doctor go along. Hollis understands the situation. You'll see that he gets to Denver. And what we do? We're going to find the Colorado kid and the rest of his gang. They can't interfere with that train. Get your horse, Toto. We're going to the woodyard. Ah. man and his Indian companion found all approaches to the shack except the street entrance, barred by huge piles of cordwood. I think the gang is in there, Toto. Mm, what do we do? I'll try to trick them into opening the door. Cover me, but keep out of sight. Inside the shanty... Dobie Anderson directed the last-minute details of his scheme to blow out the wall of the Boot Hill Railroad Pass. Hey, look, boss. Maybe this thing won't go off till after the train gets through the cut. I got a time, so it will. I'll light the fuse when the engineer blows his whistle for the start. I think we should have pulled some rails. Is it cut, doing it? Who asked you to think anything? Well, you in case you pick up the kid and we'll get going. What are you going to do with him? Bury him with the others. Quiet. Somebody killing him. Close that stove, you fool. We don't want any light. Anderson, wake up. We want some wood. Yeah, I'm getting up. We're ready to shoot. Did you say wood? We need it for a special train that just pulled in. Uh, it's a trick. There's wood at the station. Who are you? I came in with a train. All right, mister, come in. Don't do it! Run for your life! Run! A kid! Why, are you double-crossing dog? <laughs> Got him. Where's the critter who was outside? He, he ducked behind a wood pile. He's shooting up the door. He can't get out. He'll plug us all. Shut up. I've got an idea. I'll shorten the fuse on that powder can and roll it into the wood pile. Where's the powder, Lefty? It was sitting right here, but I can't find it. Uh, yeah. You won't find it. Is that kid still alive? A can of powder. It's in the stove. In the stove. We've got to get out. Open the door. Come on, come on. We turned you. Come on with your hands up. Come on, open the door. door. I can't get it open. Open it. What are we doing? Time's about up. Oh. Doby. One for all. Remember. Holly's train was ready to pull out for Denver when the Lone Ranger swung aboard the camp car. For a moment, he stood in the door, his figure dark against the glow of the burning woodyard. Why, it's the man in the mask. How's the marshal, doctor? Well, he has every chance to recover if we can get him away from here and into Denver before there are any more gun battles, explosions, or fires. What in thunder happened over there at Dobie Anderson's mask, man? The men who shot the marshal are dead. Dead? All of them? The Colorado kid gave his life to wipe out the gang. Chad. Oh, Chad. I don't savvy. Was the kid working with you, masked man? He helped all of us. You... You know his real name? Yes, I know, Miss Blake. If the body is found... Then it would be well to bury him as the Colorado kid. The slate is clean. Adios. Mrs. Henry, 
Mark, who is that masked man? Why, bless you, dearie. He's the Lone Ranger. just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs>